Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, I'm glad to be back with you again today on our Victory Church weekly podcasts. I hope you're uh, uh, making it a great day. How many know that, you know, honestly, God has, um, God has placed into, into motion, you know, the things in the natural physical world. They just work. The sun comes up, you know, you got daylight, dark, um, you know, the vegetation produces oxygen that we need. We create a carbon dioxide when we exhale for the needs of the vegetable world, yada, yada, yada. The whole thing is in progress. And you know what? In Christ, Jesus has done everything that he can do for us to uh, walk with God, to be in the kingdom of God, uh, to have our sins forgiven and cleansed, and to give us victory in this life by giving us authority over God's arch enemy, Satan. Jesus, in his death, burial, and resurrection, seated us in a place that is that is equal with him. We're heirs of God, equal heirs with Jesus Christ. We've been raised up together with him to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That means that the same authority, the same victory, the same joy, the same peace, the same faith that Jesus operates in, we operate into. We do that by faith, right? So you know, we, the day, the kind of day we have is determined really by us, isn't it? I'm going to get right on into my message uh, today and on my podcast. We've been talking about uh, the fact that healing belongs to us in Christ. We've been looking at what that looks like and how we can receive healing by faith in Christ. We've established uh, uh, over the past number of weeks that uh, healing is the will of God for those in Christ. And uh, we looked at a number of points about that. We've shown that healing is in the atonement of Christ. Uh, Isaiah 53, the great redemptive chapter, shows very clearly that Jesus not only bore our sins when he went to the cross, but he equally borne our, bore our sicknesses as well. And that with his stripes that, that were placed on his back uh, as he endured for us also brings healing to us. Then we looked at the different levels of faith, and we talked about that in fair detail. Now we're talking about three things necessary to receive healing by faith. So again, uh, I started this uh, podcast series on healing by saying you can receive healing two ways. You can receive healing by gifts of the Spirit, and they're gifts of healings. And there are people that God uses in gifts of healings. I'm used on occasion uh, in gifts of healings, and often with that is the gift of faith, which is an ability to say something and know that what you say is absolutely going to happen. So, you know, you can receive healing again by gifts of the Spirit. That's where God initiates the healing. But you can also receive healing uh, by faith, but that is by faith in God's Word. That is, you initiate the healing by believing what the Scriptures say and acting on God's Word and believing that God's Word is true for you right now. So receiving healing by faith. You may not always have a gift of the Spirit that's in manifestation in a service you may be attending or someone may not come to you and minister <clears throat> by uh, spiritual gifts, but you can always receive healing 
by faith. And that's the primary way that God wants believers to receive their healing today is by simple faith in God's Word. And I've said this over the past number of podcasts, the same faith that gets you saved is the same kind of faith that gets you healed. And we just need to know that, walk in it. Three things uh, necessary to receive healing by faith. I've covered the first two. Uh, that is, number one, believe that you have the healing before it physically manifests. And that's based on Mark chapter 11, verse 24, where Jesus said, what things soever you desire when you pray, he said, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So the believing becomes before the having. You don't have to believe for something that you have, you know, if it's in your possession. But if you don't have it, you got to believe it's yours before you see it. And Jesus said, you will have it. The having is up to him. The believing is up to us. And the believing takes the place of the having until it shows up. So, you know, I've done this so many times. you got to believe that you receive the healing before it physically manifests. So it continues to hurt. The pain is still there. The soreness is still there. The symptoms are still there. The manifestation of the illness or whatever it is is still there. But in the middle of that, you believe that God has answered prayer and you believe that God is present tense, not going to one day. See, faith is never future. It's right now. It's believing that right now you have what God promised you. And that's why Jesus said, whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive it right now, and, and you'll have it. So that, that's point number one. And I, um, I think this past Sunday, I started uh, uh, teaching uh, just about faith, and I'm going to continue this next Sunday. And I want to really bear this point home. One of the most important things I've learned in my life as a believer is that you believe you receive if you want to receive from God, whether it's finances, healing, or, or circumstantial change, whatever. You've got to believe in the middle of it, even, even when the symptoms do not cease. You've got to believe you've got what God promised. See, that's point number one, and that's really important. That's the starting point of receiving your healing by faith is you've got to believe you got it before you get it. You've got to believe God's answered. And you got to believe it's yours before it looks like it's yours. That's point number one. That's that's really important. Point number two is you got to talk like you believe you receive your healing before any manifestation appears. And we talked about that in in fair detail. What you say again is your faith speaking words. You say, "Well, I don't know where my faith is." Well, what do you say it? You say, "Well, I don't know where my faith." You can tell. Let me say it this way: you can you can tell where your faith is in every area of life by going back and thinking about what you've been saying about the various things of life. So again, uh, what what are you thinking about? What are you saying about your finances? What are you saying about your job? What are you saying about the aging process and its effect on your mind? And, on your body? What are you saying about your, your vehicle? What are you saying about your home? What are you saying about your marriage? What are you saying about your children? What are you saying about your health? See, what you say is your faith speaking. You know, again, let me say this. You can think something, but you don't put it into words. And thoughts that are not put into words die unborn. They, they don't do anything. They're just there. But see, when you say, when you believe something from your heart, and you say it with your mouth, it activates faith, okay? So again, 
the media, for instance, again, is, uh, you know, you, uh, the idea that you can think something as long as you don't say it, it's not going to manifest in your life necessarily. The media uses brainwashing techniques, for instance. They keep saying certain things that are not true, and, you know, people hear that and believe that. Turn that thing around, you know. Say what God says about your healing even if at first you don't believe it. Now, that's what I started doing many, many years ago when I found out it was as much the will of God to heal me as it was to save me. I began to say out loud what God said, even though it didn't seem to be true. In fact, my mind would say, oh, that's a joke. That's not working. That's just hearsay. Who told you that? That stuff's not working. When I first started, my mind was programmed to only believe what I could see and believe I have something when I see it. And I had to reprogram my thought patterns. The Bible calls it the renewing of the mind. And I started saying what God says about me, even even while I, it didn't seem to be true, it didn't feel like it was true, it didn't look like it was true, I begin to say what God says. What is that? That activates your faith. Faith comes from our heart, and faith is carried from our heart to the Lord with our words. So, you know, so again, say, 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 say it, say it, say it. And you know what? If you keep saying what you believe, you'll eventually really, even if you feel like you don't believe it, you'll eventually Believe it. And when you believe God's word in your heart and you say it with your mouth, it'll manifest in your life. We talked about that in fair detail last time. The third way to act. So, so again, three things necessary to receive healing by faith. Number one, believe you have the healing before it physically manifests. Number two, talk like you believe you receive the healing before any manifestation appears. And then number three, we'll talk about this today. Maybe come back next time and go over it again. Find a way to act like you believe you receive your healing. Faith must have actions. Faith must have corresponding actions, or the Bible says that it is dead faith. In fact, the Bible says that uh, the devils believe so intensely that they actually shake in their boots. But see, their faith doesn't do anything. Because they don't put action to it. A lot of people say they believe, but they do nothing with what they believe. And then their belief gets them no results because they don't act on it. So, so we believe we receive, we say like we receive, then we've got to find a way to act like we believe we receive our healing. James 2.17, Amplified New Testament says this, So also faith, if it does not have works or deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, is by itself destitute of power, inoperative, or dead. So did you know you could have a dead faith? What is dead faith? Dead faith sees it, hears the word, but doesn't do anything with the word. you got to act on what you believe. So again, we believe we receive healing by faith. That means, that means we believe we're healed before we, it looks like it, before it feels like it, uh, before it seems like it. And then we say what we believe. We speak like we believe we receive our healing. So somebody comes up to you, they see the symptoms in your body, and they say, oh, you've got so-and-so. And, you know, what is the response? Here's every time, here's how I respond. Well, uh, thank you for your concern, but you see, I've prayed, and I believe that I receive. I never in my life have told somebody, well, I'm healed, because they think I'm cuckoo. 
I'm not healed. It's obvious if you can see the symptoms or if I'm manifesting the symptoms in my body that they can see or whatever, and they know that, that this whatever has affected me, and then I say, no, I'm healed. Well, I'm not healed. That's not what Jesus said. Dude. He didn't tell me to say I'm healed. He didn't tell me to say I have it. He said, believe I receive it. He told me to believe I've got it, see, and I'll get it. So every time somebody comes up to me and I'm battling and believing God, I say, well, I believe I receive healing for X, whatever it is, you know, healing for a cold, healing for the flu, healing for this thing or that thing. And if somebody else, and somebody may not understand that, and that's okay, they say, well, that doesn't make any sense. And, and I may answer, well, I understand, uh, you know, to a person who doesn't understand uh, the, the principles that I'm living by, that, that may be true. But, you know, I found out that Jesus said, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it, and you will have it. So I'm in the middle of believing I receive my healing. And you know what? The day will come. You'll come up to me and there'll be no symptoms. There'll be no manifestation. So again, you know, you'll have family members that aren't schooled in the principles of faith that will come up to you and say those kinds of things or, you know, and, and concern or friends or somebody, a coworker or whatever. And, you know, just people out of concern. They want to see how you're doing. But see, I always respond with my faith and I never let my faith go. Uh, when somebody asks me something, no, it, you, I use it as an opportunity to say what I believe. So speak like we believe we receive our healing. We speak like we believe it. We talk like we believe it in every way we can. Act like we believe we receive our healing. See, if you, if you hesitate to act, listen, until you see or feel the manifestation, you lose. You hear me? So, so we've, we've got to believe and then say it and then act like it's true. Here's, a, here's an illustration. This really kind of blew me away. In 1978, I was living at home. In 1978, I had just turned uh, 20 years of age, and uh, I had been to Bible school that day. I had changed my vocation in college and, and enrolled and began to attend a local Bible school. And, uh, and during uh, <clears throat> one day at school, I, I caught some kind of a stomach bug. And I mean, it was really, really bad. My stomach hurt. I was throwing up all that. Somehow I made it home. I had to drive home. I made it home. Oh, my, y'all. <laughs> oh, when I got home, uh, my mother had been, had been cooking collards. Now, if you know anything about cooking collards, they smell the whole house up. I walked in the door and I was just holding my stomach. Boy, I had felt so badly. I'd been throwing up at school. I smelled those collards. Oh, boy, it smelled just awful. She had made collards and ham and cornbread. You're hungry yet? And, you know, I had to walk through the kitchen, down the hallway to my bedroom, and I just fell across the bed. Uh, and then I could still smell those collards. And oh, I thought I was just going to throw up. It was so awful. And, um, and I was believing God. But I tell you, I was fairly new at this as well. I just came to the Lord a couple of years prior, and uh, <clears throat> so I was just laying there believing, and my mom came to, back to my room and knocked on the door, and I said, come in. She said, Mitch, I believe the Lord spoke to me and told me to tell you that if you will come and eat a plate of these collards and these ham, the, this ham and these peas and cornbread, you'll be healed. And you know what I said, Mom, if I do that, I just might throw up. Man, you know what she said? She said, well, do what you want to with it. I believe the Lord spoke to me and told me that if you'll eat this, you'll be healed. Y'all, it was everything that I could do to get myself off, off the bed, 
holding my stomach, walked to the kitchen, smelling the collards and all the food, and uh, me feeling so badly, sit down at the at the place where we, the table where we were eating. My mother dipped me some collards, some ham, some peas, some cornbread. She put it on my plate with a little glass of tea. And y'all, it was everything I could do, no kidding, to to put my fork in those collars and put them in my mouth. I thought I was going to throw up right there. But you know what? I did it by faith. I was believing I received my healing, but I acted. See, here's the issue. I acted. And God spoke to my mother. I was young in the Lord to get me to see that I need to act on what I believe. I put that first, you know, bite of collards in my mouth and the the second bite. And then I took some bit of piece of ham. Whether you like ham or not, I had ham, okay? And... uh, uh, peas. I had about a piece of cornbread, and I just began to chew. And you know, to start with, it was just awful. It was the hardest thing I thought I'd ever done in my life. But you know, with every bite, you know what happened? I got better. And you know what happened? I consumed that entire plate of food, and all of the nausea left. And you know, it was I was completely healed. And you see, it was a big lesson to me that when you're believing God. You've got to believe that you receive and then act like you believe you receive. You've got to have corresponding actions with your faith to bring the faith into manifestation and to receive what God has promised you. Again, you've got to act like it in some way. So, um, And so, again, find a way to act. I'm not saying, you know, if you're under a doctor's care, throw the medicine away. That's not the way to act in faith. I'm saying, you know, take your medicine and go through the middle of, uh, go through the routine that you're in, but start believing you can receive. Ask yourself, what can I do to show that I believe that I receive my healing? And, uh, and, you know, worship God. Thank him over and over again. Whatever you're believing God for, whatever malady has attached itself here to your body, one thing you don't want to do is say, I have this or I have that. Don't sign the package. Don't say you have what what you're believing God to heal you from. Expect God to honor his word, and as much as you can, act on his word. Again, one way we act, we believe we receive, so we ought to say that we believe we receive. One way I act my faith when I believe in God for something is I just spend time, you know, whenever it comes to my mind, and I just say, thank you, Lord. In fact, the Bible says, in everything, give thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5, this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. So often when I believe in God, I'll just, uh, I'll just say, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for answering prayer. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. If it's healing, I say, thank you for healing my body. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's a way of acting your faith. I do as much as I can to act my faith. This was a big lesson to me back in 1978 when I ate the whole plate of food when I was nauseous, and it's immediately left. And I thought about that over and over again through the years and how much that really uh, uh, showed me the importance of acting on what I believe. So, you know, um, uh, I'm a very physically active person. I've jogged. I jogged for 33 years. Now I I do both walking and I do bike riding on, on a trail. And uh, But anyway, when I, when I did a lot of, um, of jogging, four or five miles, you know, at a time and such, uh, uh, boy, I tell you what, um, uh, you know, my knees began to give me trouble. My left knee and my right knee, and uh, I was just very active in all kinds of ways, doing all kinds of things. And several times I, I hurt the muscles in my knee and the muscles surrounding the knee. 
Very, 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 very painful. And I can remember time and time again, I would pray. I'd lay my hands on my knee and say, Father, I ask you to heal my knee in the name of Jesus. And, uh, and then I would believe that I received my healing. And then I'd go right back out and jog, and it felt like daggers are going through my knee. And the devil would say, you're messing up your knee. What are you, you're crazy. You need to go to the doctor. You need to have an operation. You need to stop doing that. But see, I knew the persistence of faith would work. And I knew that if you believe you receive when you pray, whatever it is, Jesus said, you would have it. And I knew that there's a period of time between the time that you pray and ask and exercise faith and then the actual manifestation to the answer comes. There's a period, there's a process, there's a period of time there. And it's what you do in the middle that determines if it comes and how long it takes. So, so I knew my job has always been to believe that I receive and act it as much as I can. So I'm just trying to give you some illustrations that I act as much as I can on God's Word. Often it's just by worshiping, praising, saying what I believe. Instead of letting the thoughts come into my mind, I say what God says about me. Several times I've had tennis elbow. I've had inflammation of the tendons there surrounding your elbow. Because, you know, again, I'm a dramatic problem always busy doing something. And uh, last year I had a, a big time where I really, I hurt my elbow a couple of years ago. And it, you know, it was extremely sore, extremely painful. Every time I moved my arm, every time I picked up anything, even my Bible to preach, it hurt extremely badly. I did the same thing. I did Mark eleven twenty four. I believed I received. And then I th began to thank God for healing me. And every single time throughout the day, and that's what I'm trying to get across, every time I thought about it, which was frequently because every movement hurt my elbow, I'd say, Father, thank you so much for healing my knee. Back in uh, uh, September of 20, I think, 21, for instance. There's another, for instance, I... Uh, well, I did a five, I was at the beach at a conference with Rama, and um, and I, I was uh, we were staying at a hotel on the beach, and and uh, during the afternoon when we didn't have meetings, I I went on a five mile walk. Yep, a five mile walk on the beach. Now I don't know what I did, but I'm telling you, I hurt uh, my left heel extremely badly. In fact, I didn't know I did it. I went the I guess the kind the way the sand was loose and all the way I walked. And I was walking really fast. I walked two and a half miles out, two and a half miles in, five miles. And the uh, next day I got up, oh, I could hardly walk. And you know what? Boy, that was extremely painful. Every single time that I put pressure on my foot, it hurt, and it hurt badly. So I again prayed. I asked God to heal my foot, forgive me for whatever I did to mess it up. But I asked him to heal me. And then I went through the process of believing that I receive and acting on my faith. And... Uh, uh, you know, the truth is, uh, day after day after day, it, got, it felt like it was getting worse. I changed shoes. I did everything naturally I know to do to relieve the pressure. But I'm telling you, it hurt with every single step, and it hurt badly. And I knew I really messed it up. Now, you know, again, I could have gone and sought medical in intervention. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. If that's the route you want to go, that's fine. And I could have done that very, very easily. But I chose to act my faith because I know I'll get... I know I'll get answers if I believe God because I've developed faith that way. So that's what I did. I prayed. And, you know, listen, that happened in September. I went through all of September, October, November, and it wasn't until like the middle of December till finally one day I got up, there was no pain in my foot. I, I, and you know what? Every single day, here's the point, every single day, I would thank God for answering my prayer. I don't re-pray pray the same prayer. 
I thank God for answering the first prayer I prayed right after it happened. And I just kept thanking him and praising him for honoring his word and for healing my foot. And I did it day after day. Every single time the thought come in my mind, I would thank God for healing me. See, I wouldn't let my mind go, well, wonder what happened, wonder what I did, wonder what, because that's not believing you receive. If I believe I receive, I'm concentrating on the fact that I believe that God has answered my prayer and the time is coming that it will manifest. If I don't believe I receive, I'll be thinking about all the solutions to it, see? But if I already have the solution, which is God and his word, then you know what? I'm going to focus on him and I'm going to focus on his word and I'm going to receive the healing. And you know what it takes? And then you've got to be willing to, uh, you, you've got to be willing to, um, uh, fight the good fight of faith and, and, and have the patience to allow the process to go on. And I've, y'all, I've, and, and so again, December came and my foot was completely healed. It took me several months with a, with the, uh, uh, tinnitus in my, in my, I think that's what you call it, tennis elbow in my, in my right, right arm. And it took several months for that to happen. I've got, I've had several other things like that over the years happen. And I'm, regardless, what I'm trying to say is regardless of what you're believing God for with respect to healing, the key point is believe you receive, talk like you receive, and then do all that you can to act like you believe you receive your healing. Don't focus on the symptoms. Focus on the answer. When we focus on the answer, that gives God an opportunity to honor his word in your life. And when you do that, you'll see the manifestation of what you believe. Lord, as we, as we go our way today and get involved with life, Lord, help us to act on these simple principles of whatever we need when we pray for the healing of our physical bodies particularly. Help us to believe that we receive. Lord, help us to say like we receive. And then help us, Lord, to act like we receive in Jesus' name. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.